0: Growing up, society taught you to follow the script by choosing a career path and climbing the ladder. But for many people, this promise falls flat. Work suffocates them and life becomes painful. Here, you're trapped in what I call the corporate cage. Fortunately, there's a way out. You can take control of your corporate job and unlock a life of freedom. I call this living uncaged. Hi, this is your host, Matt Doan. I'm a coach, creator, and entrepreneur. Uncaging people is my mission because it's been my exact life journey. This show provides you the stories, principles, and tactics to make it happen. Welcome to Uncage Yourself. Today, we're talking about strategic ignorance. Sounds like a bit of a paradox, right? Doesn't make too much sense. But you know what? I'm going to convince you how much sense it actually does make. It's good to be ignorant. Now, before we get into that, just a quick plug. If you're getting value from Uncage Yourself, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and or Spotify and leave a quick, honest review. It really helps to make sure that we get the word out to those we're aiming to serve. All right. On to the show, talking about strategic ignorance. Now, in life we assume that more choice is good, right? So we let the external world flood our minds with more email, social media, meetings, Slack messages, Zoom, news. It just keeps going on and on because we can't afford to fall behind or miss out, right? We've gotta let all this stuff flood our brains so we don't miss out on choices and options at work and at home. I remember this used to be me. My mind would just ping-pong every five seconds, creating an emotional reaction to the next stimulus. I had no control over what I let hit my brain. It was a free-for-all, and I let it happen. It was only when shit hit the fan, when I started to grasp the costs of this sort of behavior, I started to realize that my inability to focus turned into some massive negative effects. I wasn't able to give real attention to my true priorities in life. My family, my health, I wasn't able to do high quality work, I wasn't able to even build a business the way I wanted to because I was fragmenting my attention all over the place just to make sure I didn't miss out on things and I was keeping up with the Joneses, right? Now, my fractional attention, what this did is it drastically reduced my life potential. It actually had the opposite effect of what I was going for. Instead of increasing my potential, it decreased my potential. Now, this today isn't a lesson in time management. In fact, it's a lesson in life management. So when you think about all this stuff vying for your attention, competing in your brain, how do you eradicate all the noise, all the stuff that you're not meant to focus on? Well, the answer is quite simple. The answer is to be ignorant. More specifically, I want you to be strategically ignorant. Let's talk about the criticality of ignorance and why that is actually a life skill we need to cultivate. James Allen, in the famous book, As a Man Thinketh, said, A man's mind may be likened to a garden, which may be intelligently cultivated or allowed to run wild. So what are you going to do? you Are going to cultivate your garden, or are you just going to let it run wild with weeds all over the place? Let's be very careful. Now at the core, when we're thinking about ignorance and strategic ignorance in particular, it's about knowing what you want. And once you commit to your wants, you must also commit to ignorance. Hey, Matt here. Just a quick break from our show. If you're picking up what I'm putting down on this episode, I want you to run on over to uncagedworkshop.com. There you'll find something I'm really proud of. I put my heart and soul into a transformative masterclass, helping you go from caged to uncaged. I promise it'll shock you out of conformity and having you want so much more out of work and life. So head on over to uncagedworkshop.com and check it out. All right, back to the show. Here's what I mean by that. When you're doing this, you're tightening your perceptual filters of what matters. You see that nearly everything doesn't matter. And you start to intentionally close yourself off from distractions. You realize that you must remove the 99% noise that distracts you. Literally, 99% of the stuff out there is distracting you from what you actually want in life. And instead, you need to double down on the 1% that actually helps you. You see, strategic ignorance, it's not about walling yourself off from people or ideas. We don't want to go live in the mountains with the monks, although that might be appealing for a period of time. But this isn't about avoidance of learning. It's not about keeping yourself away from good people or ideas. Instead, it's about intentionally committing to high-quality inputs, because high-quality inputs create high-quality outputs. Also, the opposite is true. Low-quality inputs create low-quality outputs. For example, I used to watch the news to stay informed, as I told myself. So I'd flip on the channel at 6 a.m., and I'd strap in, and what I found was that a whirlwind of unpredictable negative sensations would just hit my brain. And I didn't realize it at the time what it was doing to me. I thought that was being a smart, intelligent person to just stay informed and let the news come to me, and I'll be smarter because of it. Oh, what a mistake. Now... I'll tell you how I stay informed. It's by seeking higher quality journalism on current events, on a much less frequent basis, I might add. For example, I nerd out a lot on international relations. It's kind of my thing. And I do this by reading a hard copy of the Foreign Affairs magazine every other month when it comes to me. And here, when I'm reading this, I can trust that I'm consuming high quality, nourishing content that helps me stay informed not just entertained. Now, of course, you want to make sure you're exposing yourself to new and exciting thoughts and people. Continual growth is vital. So you have to figure out the selective places that you want to let people and ideas enter your mind. Applying strategic ignorance, it just means that you're hyper-conscious of what you're saying yes and no to. Right now, likely, that barrage of inputs coming at you each day it's sabotaging the career and life you'd actually like to have because you're just getting bombarded with distractions. You've got ideas, you want freedom, right? You want to build towards these goals, but you're just getting destroyed by all the noise hitting your brain that you haven't consciously engineered away. So I'll leave you with this. Some examples on how I've actually cultivated strategic ignorance in myself. And maybe you can borrow these practices directly or figure out how to inspire your own. Now, in building strategic ignorance, here's how I've applied the concept. Number one, I minimize context shifts. As Cal Newport says, context shifts are productivity poison. This is you moving from one thing to another, like jumping from a 15-minute meeting to opening up email, to jumping on social media, to trying to build a report. It's just chaos for your mind. It's poison for your mind by shifting from one context to another. Instead, you design your day, your environment, your behaviors to do one to three high quality things each day, as opposed to many low quality things. And I appreciate, I deeply appreciate how this is more challenging in the corporate world. We've got all these people and competing ideas and teams that are vying for your time and attention, and you've got to wrestle with that, and it makes your job even harder. I remember when I was in corporate, that was a massive task. But when I started to really own it and show up and actually protect my time and consciously make others aware that they're invading really important work I'm supposed to be doing, we could have more intelligent conversations and get to an agreement. But minimize context shifts. Don't go all over the place. Okay. Number two, I no longer try to make sense of my past. Therapy once helped me. Deal with some past trauma. But honestly, these days I've moved on. I choose to ignore what was. It doesn't serve me. I dealt with the pains and I'm good now. Now I spend all of my energy working with my coaches and my peers to actively co create my future self. I'd rather actively design a better future day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, than just dwell and keep ascribing meaning to a past that doesn't exist anymore. I don't waste time with that. I've dealt with that pain. Now I'm on to every day, creating a better future for myself and for my family. Number three, I only engage on social media with intention. Now, admittedly, I'm very much a work in progress here, but I've made lots of gains. I've curated my feed on different platforms to only allow high quality people and ideas to cross my screen. I engage online to make sure I'm adding value and building quality relationships. And I'll tell you, if I'm not feeling it like I'm susceptible or I'm at a point where I'm not creating good content, I'm just going to stay away, often for days at a time. Actually, as I'm recording this right now, I've been off social media for a week now, and it feels great. I take those breaks because I'm not in the zone where I'm ready to engage. And I have some deeper work, some more introspective, important work that I need to do before getting back out in the world. And I took that time for myself and I do that periodically. I sense what my body and what my mind need. Trust me, I don't need to be involved in all the stuff out there. So this idea of engaging in social media with intention is exceptionally rewarding. So figure out how to do this on your own terms. Number four, I stopped over-involving myself in corporate life. I really adopted what I call the utility mindset at work over the last few years, where I was trading my time and skills For delivering certain outcomes at work in return for reward, compensation, and benefits. That was the extent of my relationship with corporate. And I was really proud of getting to that point because I was no longer emotionally involved in a deep way where work couldn't affect my psyche. It couldn't affect how I was spending my time at home. So I started staying in my lane. I was opting out of all the optional activities at work and really fixated on just delivering core outcomes. In turn, I was able to reclaim about 50% of my time and redirect that energy towards my true life priorities, being there for family, coaching baseball, starting my side business, which eventually became my full-time business. Even this podcast was a direct result of not over-involving myself with corporate. I stepped back, I reclaimed time, and I put that time towards stuff that mattered more to me. Number five. The last key part to implementing strategic ignorance is committing big and flooding my mind with reinforcing inputs. Whether it's executing a new business strategy or improving my relationships with my kids, I decide on a big outcome. And I give myself about 30 to 60 days to immerse myself in content like books, podcasts, or conversations that reinforce and fuel my attainment of that goal. So when I commit to something, I'm building it, I'm delivering it, whatever it is, I make sure that all the sensory inputs that come into my brain are reinforcing my desire to complete that goal. If I'm letting all sorts of distraction and noise hit me, I'm going to go off course. I'm not going to be able to complete that goal, whether it's improve my health, be there with my kids, build something for my business, deliver a core outcome for my nine to five job. None of that's possible if I'm letting all this noise hit me. Instead, we need to reinforce our mind on these big goals with reinforcing inputs, okay? So that's a lot. Those are some ideas on how to implement strategic ignorance, minimizing context shifts. Don't try to make sense of the past. Don't engage on social media unless you have it with true intention. Stop over-involving yourself in corporate life. And when you commit to a big thing in your life, whether it's professional or personal, Make sure you flood your mind with reinforcing inputs. So yeah, take pride in what you don't know, right? That's the idea of strategic ignorance. When someone says, have you heard about XYZ event? Be like, nah, I haven't. And I'll keep it that way because you know you've got more important things to do. Unfortunately, you can't solve war on the other side of the world. And if you let yourself be consumed with it, then you're not able to do the good in this world that you're well-positioned to do right to the point on that, right? So take pride in what you don't know. In fact, commit hard to not knowing it. Be strategically ignorant. I hope you grasp this concept. Start applying it now. It's going to make a world of difference in how you're showing up at work and at home. Last point, if you're liking the ideas we're getting to here and creating more time, living an intentional life, becoming entrepreneurial, I invite you to book a call with me head on over to uncagedworkshop.com forward slash apply. There we'll get right to your truth on where you are and where you want to be to create more time in your world, to create more freedom, to be there for loved ones, to unlock your entrepreneurial side. I promise it'll be the best 45 minute call you've had in years. So head on over to uncagedworkshop.com forward slash apply to book a call with me and we'll dive right into upgrading your life in a hurry. All right, my friends, thanks for hanging out with me. Hope this helped. Hey, Matt here. Thanks for listening to Uncage Yourself. For show notes and more content like this, head over to uncageyourself.fm. And if you liked what you heard, I'd appreciate you leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time, be well, my friend.